You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. I'm Michael from Arizona. With me always are my good friends, Jay from the hills of Texas. And A.K. Mike in Texas. And we have another special guest this week. But uh, before we get to it, let's talk a little bit about our sponsors. If you're in the need for uh, a good battery, look up A-Power Batteries. Go to rcbatteriesusa.com, type in PFPC10. For those of you that uh, haven't used them before, they're wonderful batteries, and uh, we all use them here at the Park Fire Podcast. I've actually seen on uh, our Facebook listeners group that there's a couple of guys that have already started uh, picking them up, and we're getting good reviews all the way around. So rcbatteriesusa.com, PFPC10 for A-Power Batteries. Also, okay, uh, we're getting boring there. I mean, where's the where's the audio? Where's the song? I know. Well, I I go away. I've I've gone one episode and they're like, no, there's no singing anymore. What's happened? Well, we I can't carry you guys. I can't carry you guys. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're uh, on the web and you haven't heard our singing, then uh, you need to go to 3D Aero Ventures. Uh, 3D Aero Ventures is a 3D uh, printable uh, RC airplanes that's uh, flyable and printable off your own home 3d uh, system you can type in a park flyer and receive our discount there as well so uh you have no 3d aero ventures sign i mean a, a song as well so it's, it's you're not doing it okay. at all we so, need help we need help from our listeners i mean we do I and actually like- we have uh we have a phone number 830-444-4943 uh, people have actually uh, given us um, a couple of jingles. I think uh, Jay did one at some point, uh, which actually worked uh, pretty well. So uh, we always look forward to uh, having our listeners uh, reach out to us and uh, and give us some jingles. So uh, Jay's working on that. I think he's got a couple in there. We had the A-team last time, I think, right? Yes, we did. Didn't you do the A-team? Yeah. So, but... Well, this week uh, we have another special guest uh, all the way from North Carolina. We would like to welcome uh, Doug Leroy back to our show. Doug, welcome to the Park Fire Podcast once again. Thanks, guys. Always a pleasure to uh, spend time with you. Good. Well, we are all saddened. Uh, The three of us here uh, had big plans to come out to your event. And due to this horrendous uh, change in events, uh, this virus has kind of uh, shattered those dreams, and now here we sit, just on the <laughs> quadcast talking about <laughs> ourselves. More likely been all year. I know. So <laughs> we even had geared up. I had some uh, planes that were all ready to go, bring out, and uh, so why don't you run us through uh, what uh, what was on the books and what happened, and why is it not happening? <laughs> well, we all know why it's not happening, but kind of yeah. bring it up to speed. Well, yeah. So. Uh, of course, we, you know, we host our event in a public park where we're partnered with our flying club. And, you know, North Carolina had their, uh, I guess, phase two reopening plan, which limited outdoor gatherings. And that, that kind of lingered around a little farther, like it did in a lot of areas. And so we, the park was canceling their events and not really doing anything. Um, and then we just decided that ours probably wasn't going to happen either. So we kind of rolled back and didn't do a lot of, you know, uh, promoting um we didn't uh we didn't get it off the amas uh, out of the publication soon enough but that's you know we did have to cancel officially and they put that in but uh yeah so we're looking forward to doing a restart next year so i guess officially it'll still be it'll still be our fourth annual <laughs> fly, <laughs> wings over springs fly in Take but uh, we'll, we'll just forget 2020 yeah let's all forget 2020 it's been yeah. uh, one of those horrendous years but well, that's good news because it gives us, uh, once again, a chance to kind of book our flights and get everything situated where we can come out and have a good time. And and uh, maybe this year we won't get our signs lost in the mail. <laughs> yeah, I won't, we, I won't tell you any more stories about anything like that. Okay, no problem. Well, in case yeah. everybody was wondering, last year we had some of these little signs. I sent them to Doug. They went to the wrong address, and it was kind of a fiasco. So. Uh, this yeah. year we'll actually get the right address, and uh, I think I, uh, I think he's friends with the Walgreens people now. We'll just send it to Walgreens, right? <laughs> they go pick it up there. 
Yeah, who who knew that they uh, accept FedEx packages? Yeah, well, I think it's a <laughs> lot. Of tell them. someone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You should. Yeah. Um, well, good. Well, we are uh, happy to have you on the show, and uh, sad that uh, Wings Over Springs did get canceled this year. But I think you know a lot of the big events got canceled, and uh, I think it's just par for the course. So this will give yeah. us twenty twenty one will be bigger and better, and and uh, I think um, you know we'll uh, we'll look for bigger and better things out of uh, out of North Carolina. <laughs> yes. So uh Jay tells me that you got a new toy. I did. I I didn't need much per, I did not need much persuading. I um I I well, I bought a 3D printer. Oh. Um I told you not to do I'm it. sorry. It wasn't a big build up for the reveal there, but uh <laughs> I had been researching these uh a little bit and and you know, saying, "Hey, would that be an interesting, you know, tool to have in the workshop?" Mhm. Uh, not that I wanted to, because I, I realize there's a component of this hobby with 3D printing that it's 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 fiddle with it, you know, and mm-hmm. fiddle with it can be the hobby itself. And I'm like, and then I heard some of the other podcasts with their 3D printers. I think they were were trying to print bigger parts, airplane parts, and they had some setup issues and problems. And then Jay started having problems, and I thought, oh my gosh, it's the it's the COVID of 3D printers. There's a problem out there. <laughs> Maybe not. And then one day I'm in my local hobby shop, just giving a, giving a plug to our local uh, Hangar 18 here. Um, and I had a conversation with the owner and mentioned something about his 3D printing. He said, oh, yeah, let me show you what I bought. And he took me in the back and had like a little print farm going on there. And so that kind of got me focused on what brand to buy. And then I realized that, you know, there's a lot of those out there and several club members have uh, this type of machine. And Jay tried to convince me to buy some other type of machine. Then Mike weighed in with his ideas. I got confused. It delayed my purchase for a few days. Oh, no. I but, take all responsibility for that. It's yeah. all my fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, time out. And then uh, the machine I wanted was temporarily out of stock. I don't know. It was on the boat from China and finally got unloaded. But uh, at any rate, I, I, I got a Ender 3 um, V2. And... Uh, Gosh, I, uh, I I set it up out of the box, and Jay deemed my prints perfecto. Yeah, <laughs> so I've been printing with like he's like, dude, you you are up and printing in record time. You have you have avoided like months of, of fiddling. Yeah, uh, I just want to say that uh, Jay secretly hates you. He we won't say this uh, on the air. I, I'm sorry, I outed you there, Jay, but. He secretly hates you for how, how easy that was for you. I, I know nothing. I mean, he was, yeah. I mean, it's just like everything. It's like, come on, guys. I just want to print out a little stupid, uh, a Benchy, you know? Oh, there you go. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. That's the first yeah. one, yeah. Yeah, I know. Everyone's got one of these. That's your first. So we always remember <laughs> yeah, exactly. that. So, yeah. And, I, and I'm not to, not for Jay to be alone, I hate you too because I had similar <laughs> I had trouble with my first printer too. And you're like, oh yeah, I just put it on, just turn it on, and it worked. It's like okay, you know, what are you guys I, talking about. <laughs> well, that was my thing is I, I'm like I don't my wife would tell you per, just flat out he does not need another hobby. And I'm like I, all I, what I want is some capability to do some fiddling, not not in a fiddle with machine type of way, but make some things right. It's like why I have a table saw, drill press, you know, it's, it's capability guys, you know, right. it's the shop can make it right. right. I'm never down. Right. So there's like a pride exactly. in, Hey, the air conditioner doesn't work. Well, you know, daddy's out there with the welder <laughs> <laughs> getting it done, getting it done. You know, the, may the, not the look pretty, but it the works. What's that burning smell? I don't know. Your yeah. well, that's my, my other daughter will point out. Don't know. Don't go near that thing, right. you know, cause she's seen what can happen. Right. Measure twice, cut once. Yes. Uh, yeah. Right. It's worse than that sometimes. <laughs> well, I have yet to pull the trigger, so I'm waiting for the three of you guys to finally get it all worked out, and then I'll be able to go, you know. Well, you, yeah. I, I figured you probably didn't have one, and you were being silent. <laughs> probably the back and forth with Jay and Mike's like, well, oh, all, cut me all, out of this conversation. Well, Doug, all he has you know, to do for for whenever he needs something 3D printed, he calls me up and goes, oh, I need I need this valve thing. It looks kind of like this. Yep. And, yeah. you know, and then a couple of days later in the mail, it shows up. That's and, right. Uh, so far, everything that he's, <laughs> not just for me, he also has two, two or three friends right there in Arizona that print out whatever he needs or if he's grumbling about something isn't quite right. And the next thing you know, he has a part or two. So, yeah. Okay. 
Why get a printer when your parts just show up in the mail or whatever on your doorstep? <laughs> I, I just, I just, uh, I just watched the movie Great Escape, and uh, this reminds me. He's like Henley. He's the guy who's the scrounger. So all he does, he just knows where the stuff is. He doesn't, have, he doesn't have to do anything. He just goes and talks to people, and he, and he gets it. <laughs> well, I, I'm no good at that, you know. I, I feel like that's a deficiency. I need to have the capability. I can produce it myself. Whatever. Well, you yeah. Know, in my own defense, I have to say that out of the uh, four of us on the screens, uh, I'm probably the biggest idiot of the bunch. So the the fact that you guys were able to figure all that out and I'm not, that's why I'm a scrounger, right? I can just go say, hey, I have no idea how this stuff works. So just make something for me, will you? Well, just- you know, that was kind of my approach. I mean, that yeah. was kind of, Jay, Jay was like, if he was upset, he wasn't showing it, but you know, it's, you know, it's like, dude, that was out of the box, out of the box. Yeah, You're, you uh, printed. He was, he was upset. Yeah, he wasn't upset. Oh, that was just me making this it. little this little calibration cube. He's like, "What's the measurements on this?" He's like, "My God, man!" You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's not off of one eighth inch or anything. He's like, "No, it's like spot on." No, I was like, "Wow." Like, no, it's yeah. It's like the it's like the, I got the precision engineering factory over here. You do. I will tell you, I will tell you that he was only slightly upset because after he spent all that time on the phone with you, he called me up, goes, you are not going to believe this. His stuff (laughs) perfectly right out of the box. You know, after three months of him going back and forth, it is machine to work. He was like, it was was short lived. He was more excited about the fact that you got it than uh, that it worked right out of the box. But there was a little little bit of. Well, there's a little bit bit of envy. But once again, it was a little bit of pride in there, too, because I did help set him up for success. I pointed him to the right videos, how to assemble his machine, you know, two or three videos on that. Um, Because there was your machine did have a little couple of little quirks for putting it together. Um, yep. it just did, you just didn't shoot the oh. box. Yeah. 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 I will give, uh, I will give Jay credit. He, 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 he gave me the assembly video to watch, to get it set up right. And, uh, yeah. Okay. So I don't want to touch anything on it because I don't want to go through that again, but, uh, <laughs> I'm looking at it now. I'm looking at it right over here. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, <clears throat> it probably won't print the same again since I'm talking about it in a positive light tonight. <laughs> Yeah. Happen, so thanks. I, got, I got it. I'll knock on wood right here. We, we got it right yeah. there. I just knocked on wood. It's all good. No, but that was really the key was just the preparation work. I mean, you, you got a great design. That was part of it. But, you right. know, taking taking time to look at the stuff to prep to make sure you had success has yeah. definitely paid off. You've yeah. you've definitely beaten the curve for most people by at least a, a good month or so with just not having to, you know, recalibrate your machine off and on the extruder this that and the other little thing so you know my hat's off to 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 uh, the creality guys for the design for the v2 taking all the the recommendations of all the people who came before you to put into that machine so that you could have the success right. that you're that you're having and you're, you're printing out more now you're you're dealing more with the cad programs and or the stl files that you're getting off a of thingiverse trying to figure those out you're spending your time with that stuff as opposed to you know dinking with your machine or why is it why is it not extruding the stuff i want or why is it you know why isn't it printing this why is it printing in the air you know yeah and, and so you know you get a new you get a new tool capability right you get excited yeah. to use it you know and as i was getting this thing and i had assembled it about that time you know i had an airplane repair that was needed right Mm-hmm. I said, "Aha! I got an, I got an idea. I'll I'll design something that's basically the fix for this thing." And then somebody chimed in because I was sharing the picture. They said, "Dude, just cut some foam out and carve it and put it back together." <laughs> so I did that. Oh, there you go. Uh, you know, because I'm like, I don't, well, I don't, I don't know the CAD program. I, this is going to be a little bit challenging. <laughs> right. And, and that's when you first got the machine. I mean, I you, wanna, you only had the machine for a week when that happened, too, right? And, I know. Yeah. yeah. So but Doug, I don't think you should be that guy's friend anymore. The guy who gave you the other answer—he doesn't know anything about being a friend. That's right. Well, it was—it was, it was a, a very found, good enabler. It was a found plane in the park, and uh, I said, "Oh, well, I, you know, well, somebody lost it. They might want it. I'll fix it." I just, I, you know, I was bored. I wanted to work on something, you know. <laughs> so, you know, you always get a good repair every now and then, right? You know, nothing yeah. like uh, some epoxy foam and just start letting the dust fly. Yeah. Well, I'll glue sticks. You can't go wrong. Uh, well, Eric over at 3D Air Adventures uh, has always talked very highly about the Enders. 
Uh, I think he has a little 3D farm going on there at his place full of Enders as well. So I know that they're good products. Um, you know, they do work fairly, you know, right out of the box kind of thing. And uh, it, it's amazing to see. Um, matter of fact, you uh, you had that little thing that uh, you just had before on, in our pre-show. You were holding up that F, uh, F-14. So if you're... Uh, yeah, this little thing. So this, what's kind of cool is, you know, you can download certain things when they print in place like this prints i'm sorry you can't see this prints like this right and then it actually articulates so it you know you don't have to do anything other this like comes off the print bed and these little wings can can fold out that is amazing did, did anybody see that i have to see if that's yeah there you go all right yeah, perfect. Yeah. isn't everyone excited by that that's like wow Ooh, yeah, that, that is, no, wow. it is, it is pretty yeah, exciting know. in the sense that you can like, print it like that yeah, it 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 together the need for speed, you know, the low you That's it. The Somebody spill their coffee, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, uh, if you were not able to see the little swing wings on the uh, F-14 that he just demonstrated, head on over to our YouTube channel at the Park Fire Podcast uh, YouTube and uh, subscribe there, and you can actually see the uh, the video of his uh, flying tower <laughs> there. Are, yeah. are you saying that people don't have imagination, Mike? No, they don't have imagination, but I know that some people are frustrated because they want to see the tower fly by. And yeah, and they I, do. They I, do. I spill on myself if you want me to. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> those guys, you know, little Top Gun. Speaking of which, I think it was supposed to come out, and due to COVID, uh, the Top Gun Two has been delayed too. I'm all, I'm yeah, all. Two thousand one. I know. It's a bomb. Yeah. Is it gonna, when is it going to be? Next summer. Uh, next summer. Yeah. Next yeah, summer. That's what I thought. Yeah. Somebody tried to tell me Christmas, and I said, No, I don't think so. Uh, they had moved it to Christmas, and I think they're going to wait until the summertime. It's more of a summer movie, I think, than a holiday yeah. movie. <laughs> so, it's, so, yeah. so oh, Doug, yeah. one of the things I was just thinking about that printing in place for RC stuff, like I said, if you were doing stuff with your canopy or you had you wanted to make like a hidden hinge or, you know, some part to your, your park flyer, I mean, that's just a fantastic little tool just to go, hey, you know, I can make, you know, a part in a part. Mm-hmm. and make something work. And that, to me, is just really exciting because it's hard to wrap your head around it that you can make something inside of something and have it yeah. print out. It's right. It's neat. It's weird um, and kind of, you know, weird to think about it doing. So, yeah. But I will tell one little quick story. Uh, Doug and I, like I said, we, every weekend we've been talking back and forth. Uh, I'm like, hey, what are you printing or what are you trying to do? And he'll tell me. And, and I'm like, yeah, I'm working on this. And so... Uh, Last weekend or so, uh, I had a problem with my weed whacker, and uh, it turned out that I was missing a simple spring. And, you know, I, it was late in the afternoon. I didn't feel like driving to town to go get one of these springs or having to drive into Austin or something. So I was like, yeah, I wonder if I can print out a spring and just stick it in there. I mean, it, it didn't need like a huge compression spring. It just needed a light little spring to give some tension on this part. So uh, I went on Thingiverse, and I downloaded a couple of springs that I thought would work and I was reshaping them so they'd fit in the, you know, in the spot. Uh, and, uh, so I sent my, I sent what I was doing to Doug and Doug was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just printing out the spring. And he's like, yeah, man, I, that's not going to work. And usually Doug doesn't say like, I, usually he's a, what's the word I'm looking for? He, he tries, he tries to get, he tries to get you excited or tries to He's trying to pump you up and make sure, you know, go, yeah, you could probably do that or give you some suggestions. But this is the first time he was like, yeah, that ain't going to work, dude. You know, I, go get go get the spring. And I'm just like, what? No, nah, man, it's going to work. You know, and we're just texting back and forth. I'm like, yeah, no, nah, it's just going to work. I'm just going to print this out. And he's like, yeah, yeah, no, man, it ain't going to work. And so I, I messed with this thing for the whole evening, trying to trying to oh, get yeah. the springs to work. And some of the springs came out like solid plugs because <laughs> I couldn't get the supports apart. It it was just a whole calamity of errors. The spring that I finally did get to work, you know, it, it, I had no compression. It just was it, it just was a total flop failure. Just it was a waste of plastic. And uh, so when I finally talked to him a couple of days ago, he goes, hey, how'd that spring thing work out for you? And I go, yeah, not so good, buddy. And he just started laughing. He goes, yeah, I knew it wasn't going to work. He goes, did you take any engineering? And I'm like, no, I did not. And he goes, yeah, that was quite evident because, you know, here's the formula for it. And, you know, based upon that, that was never going to work. I'm like, well, you right. know, not an engineer, <laughs> bud. <laughs> but he wasn't listening. He nope. wasn't listening to that. Nope. He's like, I got to finish happened. the yard. I got to finish the yeah. yard. 
Yeah, you got to understand, Doug, that was a way for him to get out of the weed whacking part. Take all day to do that spring. He was like, he went outside. It was too hot. He's like, dude, I got to find a way to stop this. So that's what he went in there. That's why there was no listening to it. Because normally, if you say it doesn't work, one of two things happen. He'll say, yeah, you know what? It's not going to work. Or two, he'll be like, oh, why not? And then you explain it and he'll go, okay, that makes sense. It's not going to work. I, he just totally blew you off. That's <laughs> a way of getting out of weed whacking. Oh. Until tomorrow morning. Obviously, somebody who's known me for 30 years. Oh, boy. Yeah, see, oh, well. it takes so much for that story. <laughs> exactly. Back away from the power tool. Back away from the power tool. <laughs> No, actually, Jay is one of those guys where when you tell him that you can't do something, he'll bite into that and just be like, oh, I'm going to do this regardless. And then four days later, he hasn't slept. His eyeballs are all, you know, wagged out. And he's like, look what I made. (laughs) (laughs) Probably that big. And it finally just, you know, goes in and out like just a millimeter. But I made it work. It won't work for what I'm doing, but I got it. (laughs) So I showed you. (laughs) Right. I win. (laughs) <laughs> that's why i'm an american mm. yeah he's looking forward to it so well you know it's funny because uh thinking back uh many years ago and jay and i first started talking about this 3d printing thing and he showed some interest in it what got us on the 3d printing kick in general believe it or not was control horns mm. yeah because we had the i think it was the 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 tough wings or something and the tough wings made these little wooden uh, control horns yep. and they broke so easy. I mean, it just, you know, as soon as it hit the ground, psh, they just bust. And so Jay and I were like, man, if you could just make these out of a, something that would not break so easy, like some plastic or metal. And we tried all different kinds of stuff. I finally went to home Depot and Mike loves it when we do this. Cause if we have an idea, we're like, Hey, let's go to home Depot and we'll walk around. And he's like, what's in home Depot. I mean, why are you walking around? Here? I'm like, I'm trying to get ideas, you know? Well, what we came upon was a doorstop. You know, door stops. Now they sell two different types. They sell a door stop that's rubber, right? It's a big fat one and it sticks under there. And they sell another one that's out of this compressed, like composite uh, rubbery stuff. And it's really, really strange, but it's very flat and it's kind of, it's stiff and it's, it's, uh, it's this really weird material, but it does have some flexibility to it. So Jay and I found it. It was a dollar, I think, right? Yeah. It was one, one or two bucks. We bought a couple and we traced it out and we cut it. And it's been on my, um, it's been on my tough wing for however many years we've had those things. <laughs> I don't think it's ever busted, but it was just a doorstop. And a matter of fact, I, I had one sitting on my desk back here when I uh, switched out to this room, but I, uh, I found it the other day. I was like, Hey, look what I found. And I bought like three of them, you know, on the off chance that this thing would bust. Yep. And I'm yeah. I've never had to replace ever. I think Jay had, do you have those on yours? Yeah, they're still on mine. So anyway, go figure. I mean, that's how the whole 3D thing, because we started thinking about it. The the whole Home Depot story was just because there was no 3D printer, you know, available <laughs> for us to purchase it. Less than a thousand dollars, right? Yeah. thousand dollars <laughs> for, uh, a, you know, 30 cents <laughs> part. Right. Make a dollar right. control horn. But, uh, but yeah, or, that's or it's a ten dollar, it's a ten dollar kit for the one part that you need, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's how yeah. we got. That's kind of how Jay got, you know, this whole thing about, you know, well, we could make stuff and control horns, and then it got to, you know, we started. I think we were driving somewhere, and we just started talking about all the things you can make with a three D printer, and he's like, dude, I'm getting one of those. You know, when the price comes down, I'm going to go ahead and grab one, and and uh, and then he did with all those problems and. Uh, I think he's got a little bit of jealousy going on for years, but. <laughs> well, you know, here's what you have here. You got Jay, early adopter. You got Mike, semi-early adopter. And you got smart Doug right. waiting for everybody else to do it. Smart. <laughs> smart. Uh, I know. Who's the smart one in this group? Ding. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. Actually, <clears throat> we'll see. For, for me, I was, uh, when Jay got his and was having so many problems, I was, I was you know, I kind of was in on all that and I was trying to help him out and. I started looking at 3D printers just to kind of see, you know, well, if he bought this one, what, what could you get, you know, to make some other stuff? And so I started looking at the different commercialized 3D printers because it's, it's just something that I, you know, I have to be the biggest and baddest kind of thing, you know, and I mean, everybody, this, this is kind of cool, but you can't see it, but that's my printer. Can you see that? Ah. <laughs> it's a big roll. And anyway, I, I, um, 
you know, that was all that does is cut paint masks out. So there you go, ten thousand dollar unit to just cut paint, uh, paint mask and vinyl. But anyway, but the, so paint, the, ma- the mask is only a penny. That's it. <laughs> and, it, and it's and it's just super thin stuff. You know, it's just the this little uh, clear stuff that you cut it out. But yeah, you're right. Uh, anyway, long story short, I started looking at. It. I found uh, Jay a new 3D printer. So yeah, I sure it, did. I sent it to him and I said, "Here, dude, get rid of that uh, little piece of crap you got in your room and get this one and mortgage the house." He, he <laughs> mortgage both. I, our I, have to, I have to. I have to mention that he said mortgage the house and mortgage the house because it was 1.1 million dollars for the 3D printer. One hundred wow. million. Uh, it it printed. What did I tell you? It did it printed the metal superchargers for Ferrari? That's what it did. Because <laughs> each one of them is custom made. But it printed out the entire uh, aluminum housing uh, for these custom made turbochargers that they put on mm-hmm. these engines. So the fact that this technology is. I mean, it was that was what was fascinating to me is just the technology has come so far that you can buy a machine that will actually a print aluminum, right? Cause I mean, yep. aluminum, aluminum extruded aluminum has got to have a pretty high temperature to it to be able to get it to do that. And then to print something as intricate as a turbocharger, which is going to rotate at 60,000 revolutions or higher. And to get it to be able to stay together is amazing to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the, you know, the level of detail, um, you know, my buddy Spencer bought one of those that dips down. What do they call those? Jay? Resin printer. Resin printer. And the level of detail that that thing comes up with is just phenomenal. So it's still a, a new technology in my head, but I know that there's been, you know, they've been out there for a long time. Uh, it yep. is amazing to me to see what can actually be done. So I'm excited for you. I think uh, it just gives me another place to call and say, hey, Doug, hey, how about this project? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I got, yeah, I think the, I think the discovery on, I, I told Jay, I said, I'm waiting for, you know, the project that's going to come because I need something, right? Like I'm working on something and I'm like, oh, hey, I can actually do that. And then I'll maybe need to use Tinkercad or something to draw something up. And that's simple. Um, uh, at any rate, it, yeah, it's, but I, I guess I'm, you know, breath, not depth kind of my knowledge of a lot of things so uh i sound like i'm very informed but it's it's really paper thin so don't press too hard you might poke a hole <laughs> <laughs> well it's... because jj i think so you know everyone talks about you know you draw your thing in a, in a cad program you get an stl file and in order to get it so that you can print it you have to put it through a, a thing called a slicer right and so so the slicer that jay likes uh you know, many of the slices, you can customize them, right? Do different things. There's all these settings. And this one has like, I, I don't know if you've expanded everything. I don't know if you have maybe 500 settings. That you yeah, can there's, tweak. there's I think he's, yeah. yeah, he's, he's probably tweaked 400 of them to find the optimal, optimal setup. But, uh, you know, it's a lot to, I couldn't do that. I need to print something. So I, I just had to like go with the defaults and I'm like, this is pretty, pretty good. And that's when he got mad at me because I showed him this cube again. See this cube. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, man, how much tweaking did you do? I'm like, dude, this is right out of the right out of the box, anyway. So, so you can do it. You can don't get don't get uh, confused by all the details. Just go do it. Print that thing out. There you go. Well, you got you got you got to understand when Jay got his, he opened the box. The uh, the LED screen that was supposed to have all the directions on it doesn't didn't work. So, so that that was the first, you know little fiasco that he's like oh crap how do i read the direction so the whole setup was done you know blind in his case so uh but i i will tell you that i've been you know sitting in front of that thing and it is amazing uh we'll actually have to uh, you know what we ought to do jay is uh, get your raspberry pi thing that you know to videotape something that's printing and and post it on our youtube oh, channel. i guess i can do that yeah sure yeah that's kind of cool if there's some you know cool thing that uh somebody wants him to print yeah know. even that, even the thing that holds the camera that he's using to video stuff has been 3d printed that's true mm. i mean that that is true that, I, I love stuff like that uh, a lot of jay's printers you know the add-ons like when he he gave me my first printer for christmas and it's like hey what are all these yellow parts he goes oh those are parts i printed i was like what (laughs) yeah before it just went like this and it was like kind of floppy and it didn't really work very well so i printed those other parts because because they're improvements and they were i mean they're really awesome improvements and they've really made a huge difference 
Uh, in fact, I, had, I think we talked about it in a previous podcast where I had to reprint a piece, and the only way I could reprint it was oh, by holding it. the piece in place <laughs> so that I could print the piece I was holding in place. Right. Yeah. And, and even that piece came out crappy, but after I printed that, uh, that piece, I could use that crappy piece to print a nicer one. Right. So it was just sort of a... It was a slow you know, approach, like a docking or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. exactly. It was his uh, PTF tube that goes that you know feeds from the extruder into the, the the hot end, and it broke on the one end, so it was able to slide with the uh, filament in it. Mm-hmm. So he had to hold that the the PTF tube <laughs> still, so that the the filament could go in without dragging and pulling on that thing until it printed out the part. So yeah, mm. pretty comical. Luckily, wow. it was it was only a what fifteen minute print, so you know he was no. there. First, he you tried to. My thumb, tried my thumb was tired. That didn't work, that. but nothing sticks to that PTF yeah. tube. You know, it just slides off since it's Teflon. Well, it's amazing how much pressure is being pushed and pulled through that tube, too. Like, like yep. it really does. I mean, you really have to put some pressure to keep it in spot. Uh, and that tube's a little slippery too. But I mean, yeah. So once I was done printing, I was like, "Thank God." <laughs> <laughs> All cramped up. That's right. Funny. Yeah. Well, uh, do you have? Uh, I mean, now that you've got, it, you've kind of played with it a little bit. Uh, what What do you see yourself using it for in the RC market? I mean, do you have some big project coming up, or is there? Uh, well, no. Okay, so one thing I wanted to use it for, you know, um, back when I came to the Arizona Electric Festival, mm-hmm. um, and um, I got enamored by uh, uh, Scott Todd's. Uh, retro of the you know the vintage radios oh, the radio. and i bought a yes. yeah and i bought a craft a sports series radio on ebay that was very much i had a four channel when i got in the hobby this was a six channel and i said oh you know i'd like to you know update this thing to 2.4 but i wasn't really sure how and i just kind of put it to the side but then when i saw what he had done and how he went about doing it with all the components that was my february project and <laughs> he had some he shared some stl files uh, with me that were like, you know, a little holder that would make like a retro antenna cradle for the, for the 2.4. So it, it looked like the original craft. Oh. Um, and then some inside things to hold it. It's an Arduino board that's, uh, sure. that's running a script and, and everything. So anyway, now I've got the capability to print those out. I mean, that wasn't the justification for buying the printer, but in terms of, I've got a couple other radios that I want to do the same retrofit on them. And, uh, yeah, I just thought it was it was fun, you know, and that occupied my lockdown February. Actually, that was pre-lockdown. That was like, like being any, hopeful. Huh? Like any like any smart uh, married man, you probably promised your wife a bunch of stuff that you're going to print out for her when she got it, right? <laughs> well, when I told her I was getting this, she rolled her eyes. So uh, she knows and loves you. So you're going to get her some eye closers, right? Eye closers. Yeah. Yeah. Need anymore? Just print yeah. it out glasses that you can't see through go here you go this will take care of it let me see that's right so um but uh yeah so yeah there's that um but you know that yeah this has been a crazy hobby season and again probably for all of us but you know that that retrofit thing getting kind of into the weeds of that and i actually when did i make i I guess it was april by the time i was able to finish that project in maiden because you know we were off of the severest lockdown and we kind of had to uh uh, well, we didn't. We shut down our field because we we stopped kind of our organized meetups because mm-hmm. we were getting probably fifteen or twenty, you know, people that were curious what we're doing, and you know, when the gathering limits were five or less or no more than two, <laughs> uh, yeah. we didn't want to be, uh, you know, accused of breaking the, uh, you know, the stay-at-home order. So we just kind of uh, randomly disbanded from our flying activities. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, but yeah, that was, that was kind of cool to, to do that project. Um, cool. well, yeah, I, I think I'll be, you know, probably making some plain parts and things. Um, uh, or you already made one, you've been experimenting with some whistles, right? Oh, oh, actually, yeah, that this this is really stupid. Right. But the very first thing, like, since I got this thing set up at the J, I got to find a whistle. I need a whistle, you know, these, cause some guys take those nerf whistling That's football right. things yeah. and they bust the whistle out of there and they put it on their plane then sometimes i guess they put them on eds give it yep. kind of the turbine sound yeah um yeah so jay hooked me up with a, a couple of thingiverse things and i printed out some whistles and of course i put them on my what other than my favorite airplane my zora wing which has got more holes in it than swiss cheese so you know <laughs> and i put these whistles on it and 
daggum it, I'm flying that thing around. And, you know, of course, it, it's a pusher delta, right? So the right. prop noise is just, <laughs> it, yeah. So I'm like, hey, guys, can you hear that whistle? They're like, I don't know if I can hear that whistle. And then I, you know, I realized that I had my, I didn't have my whistles like up and up in the airstream. So then I'm experimenting with that. I ought to get this stupid thing to make a noise. <laughs> other than the, other than the, you know, that kind of a noise. But I've got these new, smaller, and better whistles that, that, Ooh, that seem, that. That, oh, yeah, man. they really, they're nice. So they're going to go on the Zora Wing next because the other, other ones I printed out were a little fatter, a little wider, a little. Actually, Jay, when I put them together, Jay said, uh, "I think that one part's upside down." <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, he sent me a picture of that. He goes, hey, "Oh, you- good God, guys!" <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. I'm like, "Damn it!" I'm sorry. I just, I just, uh, I shouldn't say that it's a podcast, but you can bleep that out. But anyway, uh, yeah. So that's funny. Well, uh, when you were at the electric festival, did I not fly the? Uh, I thought I flew the A10. Didn't I fly the A10? You did. I, I think yeah. so. Yeah. That one has two sets of whistles per oh, okay. per engine. So yeah, when you pull the throttle back, you hear that little alternate. You know, it's not quite the same, but it's like rear, rear, rear. You know that kind oh, of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the Nerf whistles. But unfortunately for me, I had to actually buy like three Nerf balls, and they're twenty dollars a piece. So that oh. was you know two, four, six, sixty bucks. That's, that's, that's worth six rolls three. of filament right there. Or three <laughs> rolls. Of so, you got, so you got the. I only spent three hundred bucks on the printer. <laughs> right. Right. There you go. Well, 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 look at I this. Mean, You've already made back your money. Uh, if you want to look at it that way. Filament. That was a penny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, luckily now I have an unlimited source of whistles. So, uh, Jay, Jay. so, so yeah. So now Doug can have eight whistles on his plane. It'll be fine. Right. It's still but only eight cents. Put them on so the. Not to, yeah, not to glorify failure because it, it was a success. That that thing it whistles. So underneath that, all that loud prop noise, which is like three times louder than the whistle tone. <laughs> that's a turbine sound there my friends and it's and it's, it's zooming through the park at 25 miles an hour sounding like you know an idling uh now, now you set that up at a high altitude and it comes swooping down and have the whistle play only okay experiment number three that failed uh you know what, what i because the prop windmills right and when it windmills it's as loud as when you got power on it so now i gotta figure out how to do the esc break and, uh, yep yeah, all yeah, to get this stupid thing to whistle, but you're right. I took it way up there, less than 400 feet, just to be clear. <laughs> straight dive at the ground. I'm like, can you hear it? I'm like, everybody's got their ears on the flight line. I'm like, stand back, five pilots up here at a time. At any rate, I think they were humoring me because, you know, how when you get older, you lose that some of those frequencies, right? Yep. I, I think oh, that's right. Yeah. They're all going, hey, yeah, we can hear it. We can hear it. They're all like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not your friend in that whole thing. Yeah, can you hear the whistle? Never. <laughs> Never happening. Yeah, I'm, I was like, I, I'm sure people are like, this guy's nuts. He, he, I'm like, gosh, dog, can't this thing make a noise? Come on. I'm like trying. I'm pushed. It was really windy that day, right? So I'm like full throttle into the wind. Like I, now I got like double the relative window come on whistle 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 you know and then and then one of my engineering friends said well dude you got to put those whistles on the leading edge so it's in clean air so i'm like now give me a knife and i'm cutting more holes in my plane (laughs) put them on the leading edge it didn't it was not as loud as before oh no Uh, but again you know entertainment right entertainment well i will tell you that uh, unfortunately those whistles are meant for low airflow not high airflow. <laughs> remember, you're they come out of a football, and the football is only spinning at a at a low rate. So if you put it like right on the front edge of the wing, there's so much air being coming across the whistle, it won't whistle. I was, all of my faith was in Jay to tell me these secrets, and he all he all I, I got know was the universe file. I know, I know it worked on the EDF. I, I know you're talking about to the, to the real pilot that 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 set us the degree in aeronautics. I'm just a mechanical engineer, man. It wasn't underwater, like you know, in the flow of a creek or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's no, where I fly my plane. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so that's where mine end up. Just for clear, your 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 listeners are saying, "Well, what's he talking about?" But right. so that's why this little whistle. When I like just breathe on this thing, it's like, "Wow, that's a loud whistle." Why is it not loud in the sky? That's correct. Yes. <clears throat> so, if you have uh, an air if you have an air compressor, take the air compressor and I do. Pump it up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, turn it up to whatever your highest setting is and then psh, blow it across there. And you'll hear that the whistle doesn't blow. Oh, it, my God. Because, <laughs> if, if you hold that whistle up again, you'll see that it's only this tall, right? 
and and if if I'm not mistaken, yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, there should be a bottom where your thumb is, right? Is yeah, it? It's there not- is. Oh, there is. Um, so right. Sorry, so, yeah, so so think about it this way: the amount of air that goes into that tube has to come out of the tube. Oh in order to- man. And so if you're trying to put this volume, you know, three times the amount of air into there, you, right. Exactly. So if you blow it, if you blow it really slow, it'll actually whistle really loud. If you blow it really hard, it will, it'll just, you won't hear it at all. But yeah, unfortunately on the EDFs themselves, we actually put them far enough back that they're almost not quite sticking out of the back of it, but they're far okay. enough. EDF. The, the, the vortex or something, right? Right. Yeah. 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 But yeah, the the football when you throw the football, you'll notice if you throw it really hard, you don't get near as good of a whistle as if you just kind of whiff it over there, and it's like, you know, it whistles much better. Well, okay, uh, so that's why that, I thought I had okay. such a good arm because when I threw that ball, like a little wussy, it just like whistled, yeah. like yeah, <laughs> buddy, I got it. Okay, <laughs> so it's it's not more power, more speed. No, Mm-mm. and it's completely un-American. That is completely. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So I probably get a louder whistle on a hand launch as you it wouldn't. dives into the turf than I do when I dive from 500 feet <laughs> yes. at Mach two. Right. Yeah. So, okay, so well, the, then the, yeah. So the question would be then is what size whistle would make a loud noise with that velocity? Probably a big whistle. Uh, yeah. You would have. You, well, what you're you a mechanical engineer. Yeah. Exactly. You know the formula. <laughs> no, I don't know that formula. I know the spring formula though. I, that's one <laughs> physics thing I remembered, and Jay reminded me. Yep, right. you whipped that one out on so, me, and I was like, "Whoa!" Nope, think sorry. about think about it as the, when you're a kid and you played the recorder as well. You know, the recorder is like this long, and it, if you blew real hard in the recorder, it, it you didn't get near as good of a sound as if you blew really soft. So, you, you still have a long tube. You would have to have something that was really, really long, and then you would have to have an opening that was far enough that the airflow could come in and then come back out. You know, it would do oh, that. Actually, so. the best thing probably for him to do would be to put a ball inside of the Yes, you could put a ball whistle. inside. That would work. Talk to me, my friend. What is this? What is so, this uh, you're, you know, you, your kids play ball or coach or whatever. The coach has got the whistle, and the whistle is really small, right? It's got oh, in, oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Inside exactly. that whistle is a ball. Yeah, and what right. all does is it disrupts the airflow from from compacting inside that whistle. So that's why get out of here, Aaron. Get out of here. Yeah, it's, okay. you're you're trying to pass the air over the opening and not fill the opening. You're trying to put air into it and then get it to vacate at the same time. And that little mm. that little S turn across there creates that duct. That's why an F-16, a real live F-16, if you hear it when it's taxiing, it has like this this high pitched uh, just this shrill of a of a a siren sound it's because the ducting is flat and then it ter- makes a 90 degree and a 90 degree turn just like a whistle so as it's sucking air through there you're hearing that airflow make that change in direction and that's what the whistle will do for you so if you if you put a little ball in there you might be able to get it now i don't know the numbers you're the, the engineer guy i don't know what the number all right i you know i was we'll talk more i was trying to avoid the math on this thing but you guys now now i gotta jam a bb in here <laughs> I'll, I'll print it. There I'll you, print you can print. You, you can do that. You can I'll, do it. Yeah. You're going to tell me I need supports. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe not. No. Um, do you print it from the it, bottom if up. It's small enough. It just drop. Probably the not. If it's small enough. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know if a, a BB may be uh, too heavy. Oh yeah, I was I was joking, but yeah, okay. The yeah, ball. But, I mean, you'd okay. have to have some sort of a little ball that uh, that goes in there. So. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So I. I will tell you that the, the A-10 has a much better whistle sound when it's taxiing out uh, do, do than you want to wait? take off. And, and if, it, if you're taking off, you can't hardly hear the whistle at all. So the, the best way to hear the whistle is if I come by and do a really slow approach. Okay. Just barely slow. Then it has that, that off whistle. The other thing, too, is, is that you're dealing with one frequency, and you really need to deal with two. So you should have a – you should have a tall one and a medium-sized one. one that's, mm-hmm. that's what I had in the original one that Jay, Jay had hooked me up. It was two sizes. Yeah. So that, that, that's why the, the math was already done on the, uh, on the Vortex football. That's why I just yanked them out of there. <laughs> but I will tell you that I, I learned the hard way, too, because I was, uh, had it on my grinder, and I was taking off the, the foam because it's glued on. Mm-hmm. And 
and I touched it a little bit too close and ground off the corner of the round, you know, where it, it uh, makes the hole or I made a hole in the bottom. Okay. And that, that whistle is worthless now. Mm. And if the, if the airflow goes all the way through, it never comes back out. So it'll just go in and then it never whistles. So you have to have okay. the bottom, patch it with glue. Barrel. Could, um, I tried to patch it with glue on there, but it just didn't sound right because now the cylinders oblong and it's right. It's got, it's got, it's got its own disruption inside. Yeah, I get it. Yep. 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 But yeah, sorry, you just had to come to the right guy, I guess, to understand. All right, let's see. Neely, delete from phone. <laughs> no Christmas card. Dang. <laughs> He's off. He's out. I was on the list. I was up here. And now and you're now I'm down here. <laughs> well, it didn't start as an engineering question, but by experimentation, the math matters. So, so, so what you should know, too, though, Doug, is that he didn't call me. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't even he didn't even mention the spring to me until after, after the whole failure situation came in, and then it came out like accidentally. He's like, "Oh, I didn't really want to talk about that because it was, you know, something." That... Right. That's <laughs> so uh, I don't know if you remember at the electric festival, but the uh, the A ten has a much better sound when it's taxiing along uh, than it, than when it's full full throttle. So. Um, you know, the low, the low airflow, you can kind of look at mathematics in there. I know we talked about putting a ball in there, like a regular whistle, but, um, you know, you just have to kind of experiment, but I, I would put them probably outside of the leading edge, a little further back where the airflow kind of starts slowing down and mm -hmm. then just make sure you put the two different sizes, you'll get that alternating frequency and it'll sound. And then, um, you know, when you come by fly at a, fly a low pass, that's slow, a slow and low pass, you'll get a much higher uh, resonance off those whistles than if you come down and you're just screaming. So anyway, give it a try and, and uh, you know, then you can delete uh, Jay off your Christmas list now that he <laughs> didn't tell you the right way. Well, you know, I, I think my, my uh, friend is, is an engineer and I will, I will admonish him for telling me to do the opposite of what you just said, because <laughs> I, my friend had my whistles back from the leading edge at the CG, yeah. you know, uh, and they were louder there, per your point, Mike. <laughs> Me not knowing why, though. Again, uh, right. recovering engineer. Uh, any rate, I'm uh, not an well, engineer, again, but uh, but well, you understand uh, airflow and aerodynamics, and I just fly these daggum planes, so I don't know. There you go. No problem. Anyway. Well, you're the 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 reason that uh, they weren't really going off when you had them really close to the body either is because what they call laminar flow. Laminar flow is when the airflow comes across the wing. You actually have a, a layer that doesn't do anything between where the airflow is moving and the surface. Mm -hmm. It's very minuscule. I mean, it's, it's just millimeters. But if you have it sandwiched into the wing, then you have no airflow going over the whistle. So it's got to be up just high enough to catch the air uh, that's out of that laminate layer and just barely catches it. And then you'll get, you know, it, it's not going to be incredibly loud because, you know, it's, it's a very short whistle not going to be as loud as your coach you know when you're out on the ball field yeah. with that and definitely little... you want to use a tractor feed as opposed to a pusher that with a little itty bitty yeah. prop that's sounding like a dozen yeah. angry bees you're just it, it's just too much <laughs> yeah, noise to yeah. overcome i know I, I, yeah so put them on put them on your glider and then when you're gliding around you'll hear that it'll be really loud it'll whistle all over the place <laughs> <laughs> on the glider because it's just up there hanging around uh yeah. and you don't have to worry about the motor right you turn the motor that's on. right that's right that's right so don't you, you have a walrus or something? I think you could stick them on your walrus. That'd be pretty funny. <clears throat> Maybe I should do that. I'll put it on my night walrus and then it'll there be, you go. Yeah. It'll be, uh, um, uh, you know, going through the night or whatever. So uh, whistling death whistling <laughs> at, at, night, yeah, you at could, night. You could do it like on your night walrus. Yeah. And it's like kill all the lights, whistle by Jay's head. Yeah. I might have to do that. See, Jay will have to Jay will be in the Jay. hospital. safely though. Safely. Safely <laughs> be in the hospital. Yeah, but since you so what you should do because you know you had the stealth mode right with yep, the walrus right. where you could yep. turn the switch and the lights go out for the night flying, you need to do the the on off with the whistle. If oh. The whistle works really effectively. You know, you're like lights off, whistle on, whistle on, lights <laughs> off. You know. At any rate, there we go. That's that might sound pretty cool if you get in trouble and they're like crashing. It might be like, yeah, like a stuka. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Help me. Oh, that's too well, funny. actually, I've seen the sirens for those that are 3D printable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's right. Well, that's Maybe. what I've been looking for, my friend. 
Is that what you want? Okay, thing. then I'll hook you up and I will send you the STLs and where I got them from. Now yeah, that's a whole, be, that's a whole different. It'll be this thing. big on yes. a plane that's this big, you know. Yeah. Uh, no, you can miniaturize it. I'm sure with that engineering mind of yours, I'm sure you can make it work. Well, we've seen how well that engineering mind works. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully you can fix the holes in your airplane. That seems to want <laughs> yeah. to hold it. it looks like Swifties. Yeah, they're uh, he could print. He could print new hole Plug. plugs. You know, bingo. Mike wins. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Oh my gosh! Well, we know that you will be successful at it. Um, exactly. You have a, uh, that unique ability to to be successful and. We uh, we wish you the best on this uh, little venture with your uh, 3D uh, hobby. Uh, once you get all that stuff worked out, we're going to send you over to 3D Aero Ventures, and you can print out this big airplane and, and let us know how it works. Or you can print out one well, of the small so, ones. Yeah, okay, what's the question, though? So they, they have kits that I can print on my Ender, right? I don't have to go yes, big, right. go yes. large, right? No, okay. nope, nope. He's got little micros that you can do it. Yeah, just shoot uh, Eric a, uh, basically an email and, um, you know, tell him you were on this uh, this episode and uh, 3DAeroVentures.com and, and he'll he'll give you all the, you know, the lowdown on how to get that stuff working. Okay. Then I'll be in the fiddle mode, right? The, that's it. <laughs> fiddling and tweaking, Jay. I'll be like, yes, yeah. yes, try to print that the first time. <laughs> and you will. And then um, you're going to be like, hey, Jay, this yeah. isn't that hard. <laughs> it just worked. Yeah, it'll be it'll be this again. Yeah, it right? just worked. Look at that. Ding. This beautiful plane while I sit over there with a lump of plastic. <laughs> Where's the end of this string? I don't know where this is. <laughs> hey, so uh, I, I, uh, I I think when we were talking before, though, um, I think you were also saying that for your club, you've been having a small problem. You're getting too many members. Oh, yeah. You're just having people bother you every time you go out there. Well, you know, yeah, no, I didn't say that. They're, they're listeners here, so I did not say that. Um, <laughs> what I said was, no, we actually, you know, this is very encouraging for the hobby because, uh, you know, we've, first of all, in our area, we're blessed with three local hobby shops sure. um, within 10 or 15 miles of my house, you know, so very accessible hobby shops that carry a full line of all the RC gear. So uh, earlier this year, um, uh, we made like a calling card, a little business card for our club to put in with the, uh, you know, hey, somebody buys a model, tell them, hey, they can get, you know, talk to us about flight instruction. And uh, Jason and I are, are we, we signed up for the Horizon Coach program, which is a fantastic uh, model for, for training folks to get kind of have fun and safe, you know, get up, get down, um, enjoy it. And we probably get a couple inquiries a month uh, for a while. It was a couple a week and usually on a Saturday, um, you know, we get it. We're back stronger than we were before the lockdown. I mean, people are getting wow. gifts and uh, we actually had a nine-year-old come out with a cub um, that he bought on, on, uh, I don't know if it was eBay or Amazon for 60 bucks. And it was a three channel, but no, no safe, no flight stabilization or anything and he's flying it around like a champ you know wow. doinking into the ground toss it back up he's flying it around not getting confused with the controls and I, his mom was there and i said hey he's flying really great uh, how long has he been been doing this he said it's the first time yeah, including, <laughs> including today <laughs> i'm like well i'm gonna pack up <laughs> yeah exactly thanks a lot uh, kid but he's like, hey, you know, she's like, well, yeah, he's, you know, he can can the kids join the club? I'm like, well, well, yeah, if he wants to. I mean, blah blah blah. And he's like, looking for another another plane. What can he get? Anyway, ended up that we got gifted a Delta Ray from one of our club members. Yeah. Right. He so I deemed this this small child worthy of receipt of said Delta Ray, and we we made it a couple weeks ago and got him you know, stick time on it, and so he's probably. He's probably one more session from soloing with that. You know, it's a little intimidating because it's probably five times bigger than his little foamy cub he bought on Amazon. But I told him, I said, you know, you've got all the all the skills flying that little plane that it takes to fly this bigger one. Just just realize the bigger one is, you know, bigger and might hurt if it hits you, you know, right, <laughs> might sure. be more of an ouch. Uh, but um, yeah, but we've we've had that and we've had kids come out. And, you know, through that methodology of that coach program, you know, solo in one day, um, 
it's 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 good. But I was remarking to Jay that it's been tough getting other folks to kind of step up and want to do that. It is a little bit of a commitment. We tried to make it easy. We said, can you just be a uh, a helper? Because <laughs> you know, one instructor might be able to give help to several if we've got pilots that otherwise are doing buddy box or standing there, you know, to provide maybe emergency help, right? While instructors kind of providing pointers. So we'll get there. I think the the COVID thing obviously is still a wrench in people's routine. We're I get emails and say, hey, are you guys open? Can you fly at the field? I'm like, well, yeah, we've been flying again for like four months now. So come on out. <laughs> but yeah, people are, yeah. Well, it's good. It's, cautious, yep. but good that you're getting uh, interest. I know that uh, I've been out at our club a couple of times and uh, we've, we've had not really as much. We're spread out a little bit more and our hobby shops are not as close as yours, but yep. we have gotten a few, uh, you know, new members brought out new stuff and uh, it's, it's kind of neat to watch. I mean, hopefully this, you know, the COVID, we can pull something positive out of it. If, you know, our hobby all of a sudden gets a, you know, a little bit bigger because of it. And that's, that's always a positive for us, even though it's kind of roundabout way to get there, but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, exciting then, especially when you have youth that are coming in that are actually planning on, they're getting a, out of the computer age and into something that, you know, can get them outside and, and learn a new skill. Yep. So uh, just, just to, just to mention, so we, um, we had a club member that has a, a group of, uh, I think they're called the frontier girls and mm-hmm. uh, we're going to host them. There's about six of them. Uh, we're going to host, host them to come out and learn about aviation and earn uh, a badge or a certificate for doing that. Had a cub scout reach out. They want to schedule something. So that's really good. Um, we tried to do some, maybe uh, try to reach some of our underserved communities. So uh, I've made a connection to a group that's um, nationwide. It's called Black Girls Code. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with that organization, but at any rate, uh, kind of not not aviation, but they do coding, you know, like they code, coding, right? So we have algorithms that run on our machines that requires code and coding and stuff. So uh, they're not doing any events uh, till well, till 2021, just due to COVID and some, you know, restrictions they've got for activities, but we plan on, you know, hosting them out in the park and giving them buddy box tips. Cause again, a, a kind of a casualty of this whole COVID thing. We lost all of our events this year, the wings over springs, of course, but the normal park events are Holly mm-hmm. Fest where we, uh, last year we flew over a hundred kids, you know, during the festival. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so we had, I mean, those have just been great. And, you know, we've been using grant money from the AMA to get flight simulators, trainers, you know, so that we can do those, those hands-on, you know, flight experiences. Sure. Um, yep. So. Wow. So, well, it's kudos to you, man. I mean, even in uh, these troublesome times, it sounds like you're finding ways to make this work. And, uh, and we, we give you props for that. It's uh, always a pleasure for us to hear, you know, the things that are, exciting on that side of the world so uh our country i guess <laughs> you're not totally out of the world yeah. really. no you know we're, yeah. yeah it's still pretty exciting to hear yeah well good well so, man uh, i just want to ask a quick question with the uh it's the ass asx3 right and that's the key to the whole program right so that that uh and it is a it's not I safe, it's safe mode. Safe it's mode, or it does. It yeah. Does. So yeah. So the, the the you know that coach program is basically, uh, you know, they pay they buy a, a access code for twenty dollars from Horizon, register on a website, and get hooked up with flight instructors that have scheduled times at you know various places around town, or just reach out directly and hook up with a flight coach. They call them flight coaches. And the idea is, you know, you meet up in the park, maybe for a two hour intensive session. And the goal is to get the student comfortable getting up and getting down in safe, in safe mode, right? right? Uh, not necessarily doing any progression of that, but, but obviously talking them through what the switches do and everything else. But, you know, much like a drone, you know, a pure drone quadcopter type thing where, you know, you can get it up, but can you get it down? Uh, six yeah. wings a little more challenging, but what we found is, you know, with the right aircraft and most of the horizon uh, beginner planes, other than the jet they just released, which I wouldn't, I still wouldn't recommend anyone getting a, a jet to start out with our first plane. plane. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I look, I say, look, that's not how I learned, but that's okay because if they're having fun, there's a smile on their face and they can come out to the park with their parents and get that thing up. 
who cares if they've got training wheels on it, you know, virtual training wheels by flying around and safe. That's not a badge of dishonor. That's a, that's a badge of pride and they should be happy about that. And, and they are, you know, the ones, the kids we've seen are, you know, yeah, well, the whole idea to me, you have a plane that takes less than 10 minutes to put together, right? So right. You're, it's together yeah. in 10 minutes. In the half an hour, you're waiting for the battery to charge. You're kind of explaining how things work, making sure all your control linkages are up. You have your, you know, your flight guy who's there that's helping you, goes over those things, trims out the plane for him, and then right. you, can, you can turn around and hand the guy the controller, and he can fly with no problem, even if you know he has no idea what he's doing. But mm-hmm. once again, that unit's taking care of everything. Yeah. Where you just have to hit a button to you know get it back into safe mode and straight and level again right. if he gets out of control. Mm-hmm. And I think it kind of changes the whole, I guess you know the way we all learned. Okay, you're going to come out. We're going to meet. We're going to fly for so many you know for a half an hour of time. T- today we're just going to learn how to fly in the pattern. Today we're just going to learn how to make right hand turns. Today we're right. just going to learn how to set the throttle so we can come down at a, you know at a set angle. Those right. type of things where this, you kind of skip all that. Yeah, I, I won't say you have to skip it. It's just that I guess you don't have to have somebody holding your hand nearly as much as you right. would the yeah, old so style. What, what we had to do or I had to do, I had to like rethink how, because I, I remember how I learned to fly. And it was a progression like that. It took, it took time because I had to build confidence. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it took, took time. So uh, you you, you quickly figure out, or I had to figure out how to cut that, that time out because you don't need that time. You know, it's more, it's, it's important to say, okay, you fly it around the sky. Let's do some figure eight, see if you can maintain altitude. You're going to get a sense very quickly, the skill level of the person to know, can they handle that? And then with regard to landings, you know, you show them, Hey, here's the visual clues for how I want you to line up for landing. And then the landing because the flight controls is chop the throttle and you know safe keeps the wings level and even if you forget the flare usually it'll be a three-pointer right on the deck you know um and uh take off that you know these planes have a setup where you know full throttle other than perhaps correcting for torque you know to keep it on a on a track it's going to take off and climb out because that's how the flight controller is set up right so i've, I've showed guys you know transmitter above my head full throttle no hands on the sticks and the, and the plane just takes off by itself you know, you just want to make sure it's not pointed towards you when you do that, right? Safety. So, um, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, well, that's that the other well. thing. You have to, you know, it's like, hey, we got this big field here, and yeah, I'd like you to, you know, do a, you know, parallel to this red line, the safety line. But again, at the end of the day, let's just get up in a safe direction <laughs> and right. not fly into, you know, right. it's that kind right. of thing. So, any rate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we know uh, we know you got an early day for uh, tomorrow. It's a uh, late for you, and uh, we really appreciate the time that you've uh, put in and us. It's always a pleasure to have you. Unfortunately, our hour is up, and uh, we have always, always been in your corner. So, if there's anything that you need from us, uh, just let us know. I will. Thanks. <laughs> well, yeah, we appreciate you. I know, right? Oh, okay. Well, and then speaking of which, he's already texting down there. Um, I, I'll tell you what, you can help us out too. We uh, we have uh, a giveaway. We have an airplane that we need to give away, and uh, it's a fairly large size. I think it's a 60 size, maybe, uh, maybe a little smaller. Uh, but we are looking for a contest. So maybe you can uh, kind of rummage around your. Uh, guys out there and see if you can come up with a good contest on how we can give away this airplane and uh, that'll help us out maybe somebody okay. can uh, come up with a good idea so uh if you've got an idea and you're listening to us now 830-444-4943 that's the number you can call and uh, give us a we're looking for contest ideas uh so you can kind of give us a you know pretty plain contest or maybe a uh, we were thinking something on uh, online maybe we could do uh you know know forwarding or joining our facebook page if we get a certain amount of uh you know people listening or maybe subscribers to our youtube channels maybe that'll uh, help out but uh yeah give us a call uh also we're going to reach out once again rcbatteriesusa.com uh park fire podcast 10 pfpc 10 uh grab a a, a power battery or two uh and then uh, once again 3d aero ventures give uh, eric a shout over there type in park flyer and uh, download some of those plans and let us know how they work. 
So. And for 3D and for whistles for your play, just reach out to uh, NC Doug at uh, 555 1212. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, that's true. Yeah. I got to print a Nerf football, then things will work fine. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's football, stick them in there, and it'll work like a yeah. charm. That's right. Exactly. Well, I'll tell you what, we uh, we wish you the best of luck with that. Keep us informed. Have a great vacation. And uh, tell the guys out there, we're really sorry we didn't make the, uh, the event this year. But uh, we'll definitely put our calendars for next year. Come back out. We had such a great time last year. So yeah. Well, thanks, guys, for having me on the show tonight. I really, really uh, appreciate it. Well, thank you. you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Good luck with your 3D printer. Uh, from Michael here in Arizona. And Jay from the hills of Texas. And A.K. Mike in Texas. We'll see you in two weeks. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review, and feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to parkflyerpodcast at gmail.com.